Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. My name is Mark Stevenson. And this is Mark Vila, and today we are here to talk about building a winning ad strategy for your business based on your ideal customer. And in our last episode, we talked about building an ideal customer or an avatar. So creating a, a persona of who you would normally sell to within your niche. So you have a niche product that you sell, and then you're trying to figure out who's kind of the ideal customer this way when you're crafting marketing like we're gonna talk about today, you can put a message forth that makes sense to that avatar. Yeah, and, and that's what this episode is about. So, so by the time this episode is over, if you stay with us for the whole time, uh, what you'll learn is kind of how to take what you know about your customer and that um, imaginary person that you crafted in the last episode, which is your ideal customer or your avatar, and you'll know how to build a winning advertising campaign around that because you'll be talking directly to that person and not just responding to um, the last cool thing you saw on Instagram or what what kind of advertising your friend says works or a boosted post on Facebook or something like that. Yeah, no, I think this is great because the classic thing that happens is somebody tries an ad. Um, I, I tried Facebook ads, they don't work. I tried print ads, they don't work, right? That's, I've heard that um, constantly and always. However, all of these things exist and businesses build off of the fact that they work, meaning right. Facebook makes a ton of money because their ads work and people keep coming back. Yep. And local print even still Um, Many that are still in business are profitable because people come back and continue to advertise in those that work. So um, all of these things do work. You've got to figure out how they work for you and uh, if they work for you based on the conversation we're going to have today. Yeah. And just in case you did not know, if you've only listened to 135 out of the last 135 episodes, um, the Custom Apparel Startups podcast is sponsored by um, Coldessi and Coleman and Company. And we, uh, we are both in the business of helping connect people with the right customization equipment, UV printers or direct garment printers or embroidery machines, and the supplies that will help you run that business once it gets started. Yeah, I love it. Thanks for mentioning that, yep. uh, Mark, because it's really important that we do the podcast like this and we write articles and do a lot of research and run a Facebook group because part of our goal is to help our customers be more successful and win and do better. And, uh, and then hopefully they want to come back and buy some more stuff from us. Right. And yeah. uh, it's, it's a full circle that we're all, uh, we're all a community working together. So let's get into this episode and talk about how our community can run the best ad campaigns out there in the apparel industry. And I will just use ourselves for a quick example. One of the reasons that we do the Custom Apparel Startups podcast is because we have identified um, our audience and our Mm -hmm. customer avatars. And this is one of the ways that they consume media and learn and are more successful. So we offer this kind of material for you guys based on the avatar we built that probably looks a lot like you. 
So, so, so this exercise today came to the point where, where having a podcast made sense. Yes, absolutely. Fascinating. All right. So, so let's start with step one, Uh, Mark, you want to just review real quickly about uh, choosing your niche and then what we talked about in building your avatar. Yeah. So um, in, in all things, when it comes to creating marketing campaigns, creating the campaign or coming up with the idea of the campaign is not the first step. Okay. This is maybe closer to step three. Um, there's not an official step guide that we've written yet, but maybe one day we will, but we'll start with really what we kind of consider to be step one, which is choosing a niche. So choosing a market that you're going to sell to that's a mildly specific, So the goal is not to, I'm going to sell apparel to everybody who wants custom apparel, right? That's great. Um, You're not uh, Walmart, you know, so you're not selling to everybody. So you need to choose a niche. So a couple example niches we'll use in this podcast would be fitness coaches and personal trainers, right? And we'll dive deeper into that. And then um, local moms uh, who have uh, children from like pregnancy up to their toddler years. Yeah. So, so that, that's great because those are two things that you might be personally interested in and that's how you may have started identifying that niche mm-hmm. is you use a personal trainer or you've been one or you are one um, or you've had a kid recently or your kids are two or three or four years old and you realize that there's a, that all of your friends and the people that you associate on a regular basis are great customers for what we're, what we're going to be talking about. Yeah, and the reason that you're going to choose a niche is so you can go to the next step, which is building campaign or not the next step, but get to the point where you're building marketing campaigns and you're building a website and you're writing emails and you're choosing the right type of apparel, you know, and just using these two things as, as an example, um, you're for the fitness field, you might choose more moisture wicking style polyester garments and polos like this, um, right. where the moms might choose something that's more comfortable, you know, um, for, for a mom to wear, or maybe just a cotton t-shirt, you know, something like that, or maybe something stain resistant because babies spit up, you know, um, but right. these are things to think of, uh, think about. Um, also you have baby clothes included in there where you're not going to have any of any baby clothes for fitness coaching more than likely. Probably, probably. So, um, now that we've got step one, that you've chosen a niche and you can go back and listen to old episodes if you haven't to really help pick that out. Uh, but the next step is going to be building your avatar. Right. And you can, you can probably talk about that first avatar. I know that you've been uh, dealing with a personal trainer lately Yeah. uh, on a professional level. So why don't you walk us through how he probably built that or you helped him build that avatar? Yeah, so we talked about this a little bit in episode 135, or maybe a lot in 135, but we'll talk about, um, now, if you're going to sell t-shirts, as an example, to fitness coaches and personal trainers, then you're going to want to build an avatar of what that person might be, what this ideal customer might be. So uh, it's a guy, he's probably 30 years old, he's in shape, uh, loves fitness, um, is into cool looking t-shirts, likes wearing t-shirts all the time. Doesn't wear a lot of polos. Maybe doesn't wear, you know, is wearing t-shirts, um, is casual minded. So you're not talking about a business professional person, the type of person that'll, you know, give you a high five when you, when you meet up for a business meeting, not a handshake maybe. Right. right. Um, like that. they want to be independently wealthy. That's why they are a personal 
fitness coach. They want to have their own business. They want to have their own brand. They want to have their own style and they would like to control that and make money doing something that they love. Um, they have their own personal uh, training business of sorts and they probably work out in some sort of a, a, a private or local gym and they have their customers come there and uh, they're also doing some online coaching, maybe with zoom meetings, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So there, there's an avatar right now, right there that we've built for this fitness coach, personal trainer niche. And we can consider how we would write ads to this person much differently than the, than the um, local moms. A absolutely. And the only thing I would encourage our customers to do is if that was your avatar, if that personal trainer was your avatar, that you actually make them a person or her a person in your head and you give, you give them a name, you know, mm -hmm. like Gus is 35 to 45 and he lives in uh, Brandon, a suburb of Tampa. And he probably drives a, um, if he's just getting started, he drives a Kia SUV. <laughs> um, if he's been at it for a while, he drives in a, you know, a brand new Ford Explorer, you know, so, so Mustang, that, but a must, it could be a yeah, Mustang, okay. uh, but I figure he's big. So, okay. um, so, but you know, so, so, and the reason that you're going to do this, uh, won't belabor the point too much. Cause we went into it a lot in the last episode. The reason that you do this is so when you write things, you're writing to Gus and you know a mm -hmm. lot about him, you know, and that will inform the ad strategies that we're going to talk about. Yeah. And you get to say, would Gus like this? Would he be interested? Yeah. Would he read this ad? Um, so now, well, the second avatar we have, um, do you want me to talk about her? Yeah, go. Okay. So the second avatar is, is the uh, local moms, right? So this is, um, it's a woman, female, say 25 years old, um, lives in a small town near you or your small town in and of itself. Um, loves personalized things for her kids maybe has two kids, um, has a network of friends and family that all kind of love and support her children. And they all love each other's kids and hang out together and go on play dates and give each other's kids gifts, you know, and things like that. Um, they love to buy local. She loves to buy local. Um, she doesn't like to buy gifts from Walmart. She thinks that's impersonal and okay. boring like and, and, and isn't, and just what wouldn't want to go into Walmart unless she has to, um, prefer something with a personal touch. Um, she goes to local farmers markets on the weekends with her friends. Um, and they also will go to those little home parties, like home jewelry parties and apparels and, and leggings and tote bags and all things like that. So yeah, her name's probably Heather. Heather. This is Heather. So this is Heather. And we want to, we're going to write to Heather, not just write to Heather, but our website, our emails, maybe even your company name and logo are going to, are going to be very different for Heather then uh, Gus, I believe, was what you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this is an important point that, that will probably disappoint you and drive you crazy, <laughs> is um, that, that your, your website and the marketing that you do and the ads that, ad campaigns that you're, we're going to build are not for you. Yeah. They're for your customer. So um, if you have identified this fitness coach as a good market, and you are not into fitness, that's no problem with that. But, um, but be clear that the website or the product pages that you do are going to be for that customer. And the same goes for Heather. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think that that is a great niche market and it's probably really profitable. The, uh, the small town mom, the younger mom, um, 
And uh, I would be happy to build a website like that. I'm not going to build it like professional with logo shirt on like I have now, wherever the logo is. It's not going to be my personality. You know, it's going to be pictures of little kids and daisies and, you know, uh, maybe uh, soccer team stuff. You know, it's going to be things that, that I think are going to appeal to Heather or better yet, things that we test through this advertising process mm-hmm. that we find out are going to be good for her. I was, I'm so glad that you said that because I was going to, I was going to say something slightly different, but I was going to say, we asked a bunch of people like Heather, which one of these websites they liked the best. Yeah, you know? And that would be the same as, as testing in the advertising um, is literally you're, you're in a, in a roundabout way, you're asking people if they like it, if they respond to it. Okay. So, 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 so now that you've got your couple of avatars mm-hmm. or your single ideal customer in mind, um, let's go through some of the strategies and some of the questions you have to ask before you start building an ad campaign. Sounds because good. I can tell you the worst thing that you can do is let's say, for example, um, I go back to Facebook ads a lot because we do tons of those is I never open up the Facebook ad interface and then start creating an ad. Right? You're going to start way before that, way before you ever um, start typing into the classified ads for your newspaper, way before you um, pick up the phone and call an advertising guy at a local um, you know, newsletter or you create a Google or Bing ad or anything like that. You're going, to, you're going to work all that stuff out in advance with the things that we're going to talk about. Everything will be in the show notes, but it would not hurt if you are not working right now or driving to uh, to take some notes. What comes in mind? What we're what we're going to talk about now? Yes, because uh, we're going to ask um, in the next step. The next step here, we're going to ask a bunch of little questions, and I I actually do this exercise. Yeah. Um. And really, you know, um, I'll just open up uh, the notes in my computer or Word or something like that. And I'll just start writing these questions out. And, and they're not always exactly the same questions, but I'm asking why, when, where, how, you know, yeah. um, what's, what's my goal, you know, all these things. And I, I just want to answer it all and have it all in front of my face before, especially before I bring an idea to Mark. Right. Because I know he's going to ask me every one of those questions and I should have those answers. And it's not just for Mark, but um, I would expect him to feel the same way about me. If he was going to bring yeah. me the idea, he knows I'm going to ask why. And, yeah, if he, and, if he's, and if he says, I don't know, I'm here to have you figure that out with me, you know, but the goal is always to figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. So, so the first question that you should start with, and I think it's just about anything. I mean, if we, if we have a cool product, uh, Mark Vila is always getting vendors from all over the world, send them stuff to test out and see if he thinks it'll be right for our customers. You know, the first question is why would your ideal customer want this? Why would, why would your avatar want whatever it is you're trying to sell? Yeah, that's great. And, and um, we don't have to do an example for our avatars for all of these questions, but we could probably pepper a few in just to be clear. Um, so why would your avatar want this? Okay. You're trying to think of a product. All right. I want to sell um, customized bibs to the moms. Why would they want this? Well, I've determined, I've already determined that they like custom stuff. They don't want just the Walmart bibs. Yep. They want something cute and personal. That's just for their baby and, or not just for them, but they also want to gift that. So when there's, when there's baby shower, they want to gift that. So why would they want this? I know that they like it. I've yeah. already determined that this customer likes it. And, and there's, a, and there's a, an ongoing need. You can literally never have enough bibs. 
<laughs> so they will buy an unlimited amount of bibs. Yeah, it's great. Um, for their babies and for their husbands. Um, so the, the next question would be then, um, where will your avatar see it? Yeah, so this is a great question. If you think about Gus for a second, you know, then um, if you're advertising to Gus, the, the personal trainer, you know, where does he consume his stuff? What, you know, does he, um, is he on Instagram a lot? Does he follow, you know, other personal trainers on Instagram? Uh, does he, is it, is that person a big on Facebook? Do they advertise in local newspapers? Do they go to local shows? You know, literally, if you have this thing in your hand that you're, that you know why they might like it, where is that person going to see it? Yeah. And, and that's a, and this essentially is, is an, another way of saying this is where are you going to run an ad? Yeah. An online ad, newspaper, something like that. And part of the decision is about Gus, right? Gus, we didn't say specifically where Gus lived. Necess well, you mean we did in this one example, but I mean, in general, um, we didn't use the word local for Gus, even though in, in, in we, we named a city because we believed he lives in suburbs, not in a yep. dense city, right? Um, what we're saying here is that that suburb can be replicated uh, geographically in many, many different places. So Gus, might, it might be great to advertise to Gus specifically on a plate on, on Instagram, maybe not caring about location. Yeah. But if we're going to advertise to Heather, then we need to be very specific about location because all of our ads and advertising are buy this. It's personal for you. Pick it up. It's locally sourced. Here. It's local source. So, so the, this is going to be a different local and uh, local or not local will, will make a, uh, your answer different on where your avatar is going to see it. Right. And that, and that has definitely informed Coldessi and Coleman and company's advertising strategies because while we have tons of customers in central Florida, you know, we sell all over the country. So we're mm -hmm. not, you know, so we're using medias that we have access to um, that are two people all over the country. If we only sold uh, printers or custom t-shirts in the Tampa Bay area, we'd probably make very different decisions so, so you really do 100% have to have that customer avatar, that ideal customer developed and work, work backwards. Yep. Like I, I, don't, I don't care if you really like newspapers or you're on Facebook all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's where is this fictitious person? Where do they spend all their time? Yeah. And that's where you need to advertise. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, so next Right. We have um, what what message, what will the message resonate? So will you talk about this one? Yeah, sure. Um, so I'll, I'll use I think the mom is a good example, because what you're doing is you're just making sure that you're talking to that specific person. You know, so, you know, if it's a um, uh, if it's a custom bib, for example, and that's really what you want to push is a bib set, um, then then what are you going to say to Heather that will make her, that will inspire her to buy these bibs? You know, and it might be um, if it was, if, if Heather was a slightly different person than who I have in my head, I would say these 100% stain resistant bibs are, are, you know, uh, will, will, they'll stay clean. They're very uh, clear looking. It's high resolution images it will last for 4,000 washes. Mm -hmm. But what Heather would probably respond to is, 
the cutest designs you've ever seen. It comes in a five pack. You get to pick your own designs, keep one for your two babies and give away these three as a, as a free gift. Yeah. You know, it's both, it's both like the content of what you're saying to them has to be to the person that you're thinking of as well as how you say it. Gus is not going to respond or will probably not respond to, um, these are some adorable workout shirts. Yeah. I can put your company logo on them. You'll look really cute. Yeah. So, so the so message, what you're saying. Yeah. You know, it, it's matching. Using. It's matching the, the message, mm -hmm. you know, and you could start with, I've got the, the three classic things, you know, what are, is your avatar most interested in? Are they interested in saving time? Are they interested in saving money in some way? Um, or um, are they interested in improving their image? And for Gus, it might be that um, he's pitching, you know, he's going to be pitching his image. So getting the, the shirts cheaply or a good deal might not be his primary concern. He wants to yeah. look fantastic because yeah. he's selling himself. Yeah. You know, so, so this is, this, these are the things you've got to learn how your customers speak in, in order for you to make an ad that sounds like it's just for them. That uh, that's great. Yeah, that's great. And it makes perfect sense because that's going back to why we have that avatar in the first place. Right. Uh, and then in addition to that, to, to go further, um, in some of our notes, we have about the images that they're going to respond to. Because more than likely, no matter where you're advertising, you're going to have some sort of imagery. And um, so are they going to respond to a cute design? a picture of, of a person, a picture of, of something interesting, a video of, of a t-shirt being made. I mean, there's a million different things you could do, but more than likely out of our two avatars, who's likely to, to see a skull design on a t-shirt and, and stop and look at it for a moment. Right. Right. Um, there's not as many, there's less skull bibs on suburban small town house, you know, um, mothers, Yes. Know, um, there's less skull bibs than there are skull t-shirts on at guys at the gym. Such a weird example. Yeah. But Such a strange example. I saw Oop, a guy wearing a skull t-shirt the other day. The gym. But, but, but I, um, you saw one. Um, yes. so, so what I, what I'm thinking is that, you know, um, Gus might respond to maybe, uh, a, another personal trainer, in a great looking shirt. Mm -hmm. um, he might respond to a picture of a successful business meeting, or he might respond to something about, you know, the, the image of the company is the image of the person, you know, mm -hmm. might respond to something like that, where, um, you know, for us, Heather is frequently a cold or Coleman and company customer. Right, because mm -hmm. Heather probably has a cricket, yeah, and want mm -hmm. and and does her own arts and crafts, and might want to to take it to the next level. That could be you, in fact. So so since since our avatar is somewhat of a maker, right? They 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 mm -hmm. like to make things. Then a lot of our advertising shows you making a custom T-shirt. So if that's part of your avatar, so maybe like you know, there's something that Heather might want to participate in. You know, um, mm -hmm. it could be you show um, kids wearing cute clothes. It should be 
could be, um, I don't know, pulling a clean shirt out of the washing machine that was dirty a second ago. You know, it, it could be any number of things as long as you are looking at what is going to stop Heather in her tracks as she yeah. goes down the feed um, or if she sees an ad anywhere versus, um, you know, versus Gus. Yeah, and, and these, are, these are actually scenarios where it's interesting because we have to use kind of the natural, um, like our natural human tribal ability to stereotype. Stereotypes, yeah, you have to stereotype. You have to start there, right? Yeah. You have to start the idea that probably Heather's not going to want a skull bib. <laughs> You're going back to that great example. Um, she's probably not going to want that. However, there is definitely a small town mom out there who loves skull designs and has multiple skull bibs for her baby. Right. So the, every person exists, but I, we're trying I, I to feel like now I feel yeah. like Heather lives in North central Florida. Somewhere. Yeah, it's probably. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's what's... So, so, and all these things, you kind of build some, and some stereotypes. So some stereotypical ideas and what you think might be, you know, Gus is probably a bro dude and likes bro like things. Right. You know? Um, so, what we do is what well, we start with these ideas and we will further, we'll go down the road, but we'll be testing these ideas and see how they work and see which ones uh, work the best over time. Yeah. So, 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 <clears throat> so the, the next thing that is kind of on the list for um, what you need to think about before you start creating your ad is the, is the call to action. Mm -hmm. And you'll see a lot of CTAs, um, that, that phrase, CTA is kind of like avatar. It's a marketing phrase. It means call to action. It's really, you know, what are you going to ask your customer to do? And that's going to be based on the, on the products that you're selling and your avatar as well, right? Because um, Gus might be willing to um, click a button on, you know, on his phone and have a video call with you to talk about his brand fashion, right? So, so maybe that's an appealing call to action. I do um, custom consults for business brands. We can talk about the apparel that you're going to need for your, um, for your coaching business. Um, just hit this button and schedule an appointment with me. Where it's gonna be completely different for Heather. She's gonna say, cute stuff, buy now, done, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, well, and these are both, the, and both of these examples can be um, moved moved around either way, depending on your business. Because for Gus, it might just be you're particularly good at coming up with art ideas that are uh, fitness based. So you've actually just got some really cool t-shirts designs on deck and you've yeah. got some nice shirts. So you can just send them right there and buy these t-shirts, right? And for Heather... Uh, you might say, you know, let's have a Zoom call and talk about the baby showers that are coming up in your area and how we can make, you know, gift giving so much better. Yeah. So you've got, these are just all things exercises and you can get trapped going back and forth because both situations, every situation can work for every person in a different way. But these are decisions you have to make. What do you want to do? What are you trying to sell? So if I was trying to sell um, custom t-shirts to uh, fitness trainers, right? Um, I, I might try some buy now stuff if I'm really good at creating t-shirt ideas. And, right. and, 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 and by that, we mean, you know, that they see your ad, 
Yeah. And there's a buy now button and it goes to a page, an e-commerce page where they can actually purchase things. Yeah, they go and they buy the t-shirts from you. Right. Here's a litmus test if you make really good t-shirts. Um, if you've been stopped numerous times and somebody says, that's an awesome shirt, that's a stranger. Um, if, if that's not happening, then, then I, would, uh, I would you know, be a little bit concerned that maybe your t-shirt ideas aren't just going to sell on the internet. Okay. Right? So it's a, just one litmus test. Right. But so, um, I'm yeah. sorry. So the, the other things, it doesn't have to just be buy now or set up a Zoom call or something like that. It could be, um, is your avatar more likely to, um, is it going to be a longer decision for them? Mm-hmm. So the idea is to uh, get them into your email list. Maybe you think Heather would, will respond to coupons. Mm-hmm. So then your advertisement is all around, hey, sign up to get my coupons. Fall sale coming soon. Good idea. That's a no. great idea. And, and talking about Gus before, what I was going to go with through him is, you know, maybe I try to sell some t-shirts, but if I don't have any, any ideas that are particularly profound or I test that and it doesn't work, right? Because you may have done this exercise in the past and you tried to sell him t-shirts on the internet and you didn't buy any or you didn't buy enough for it to be uh, worthy endeavor of pursuing further. So then now you go to the custom route and you say, you know, you're get your own personal branded, like you mentioned before, I help fitness trainers create their own personal brands. We can, I can help you make a design, a logo. We can get you, we can get you some really cool t-shirt designs. What are you into? Okay. You want like gorillas smashing things. Okay. That's going to be your, th- okay, cool. You know, we, and you can make them some designs and then you can help him to produce those so he can sell those to his clients or develop his own brand. So now it's a wholesale relationship. Right. And that type of that call to action is going to be um, essentially start a conversation about this wholesale personal branding business relationship. Yep. And the last right. thing I'll say about CTA is that this is kind of where um, what you're good at and what your customer will respond to needs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you've got to think about what your customer would want to do. Like, do they want to buy t-shirts online? Do they want to have you call them? Do they want to get on an email list? Do they want coupons? And then you have to say, I'm never going to do a meeting with somebody in person. So that's not a CTA that I'm going to use. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not going to sell t-shirts online. I'm only going to do it door to door out of my station wagon. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the, these are all legitimate. So you just have to do your best to match whatever your customer, whatever your customer avatar is into. And um, you may go through the, this process and right here at this CTA, you may realize that the only way that these fitness guys all over the country want to buy is this way. And I'm just not willing to do that. So I need to pick a different ideal customer. Yeah. And that's, and that's fine that, you know, it's actually, it's actually great to go through this rule them out. The best thing you can do is go through this. One of the best things is go through this and it doesn't work out in the end before you've spent any real time or money making it happen. Right. Because if you would have not done it and you would have gone with just a gut idea, you'd be 10 hours and $500 into it with zero money in your pocket. And, and this is kind of where, where the, the last point of this little section of our podcast is, um, is how are you going to measure the success of your campaign? Um, and also, this is a result of everything that we've talked, to, talked about so far, is what does success look like if you are trying to get into business with, with Gus? 
Mm-hmm. What does success look like if Heather is your customer? You know, um, will this do, you know, is the goal of this ad campaign to build long-term relationships? And how am I going to measure that? Mm-hmm. Is the goal just to see I spent $10 on ads and I made $11? How am I going to make sure of that? Because what you don't want is the response to surveys and things like that that we get all the time, especially if we ask about paid online advertising, is, you know, um, have you ever done Facebook advertising? Yes, it didn't work for me. Mm -hmm. But what do you mean by that? Do you mean that your strategy was to spend $100 on one ad that you thought of at the last minute and then see how many shirts you sold? You know, because there's a lot of different ways that you can measure success, a lot of different ways you can track what happens. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and this reminds me, um, just talking about that, you know, understanding the success and what it means for it to be a successful campaign um, needs, in my opinion, needs to be a deep thought because this it can get particularly complex when you start really getting into it but when you look at a lot of successful businesses out there and i brought up this example before you remember um you and i went to a marketing meeting um in tampa where a guy was trying to sell us a bunch of books like four oh, years ago yeah. okay but a story i still remember from that and i liked a lot was they were talking about i believe it was like a dog treat um, a business or something like that, um, where they sold stuff online, I think. Yeah. And it, and the first package they sold was cheap, like 30 bucks for all this stuff. And then they were hoping people would stay members. That first package, they said they made zero money on it, but over time they found people stayed members for six months. So they made a lot of money when they made zero in the beginning. So some of these things are what's going to be the measure of your ad success in your campaign I only suspect these people to buy once, so it needs to be profitable in every shirt. Or I might not make as much money in the beginning on these folks, but I'm suspecting that this customer, um, Heather, will be a customer for about three years until her child gets at a toddler range and and they want to make some decisions on their own what they want to wear. That, that's great. And just to bring it, bring it home, you know, uh, Coleman and company is really excited when we get a new thread customer. I mean, honestly, like, like that's a good customer for us. If you buy embroidery thread from us, you mm-hmm. spend $20 on embroidery thread. Why? Because when you do that for the first time, um, you're going to get emails from us from, for the rest of your life. And eventually, <laughs> eventually, you know, we've, we've got a lot of customers that bought the patch kit and end up coming back and, you know, buying, commercial embroidery machines or digital heat effects, t-shirt printers, just because they came in for that first, that first purchase and got to know us yeah. and got exposed to everything that we do. So it may be that you're willing to spend, you know, 200 or $500 a month or whatever it is um, just to get that one customer that's going to spend thousands and thousands of dollars with you over time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's just some, it's just a, an exercise and a thought process you need to go through and think about all of that. And I think you should write down some, a lot of numbers here and do as much math as you can and you can keep it simple. You don't need to do an Excel spreadsheet, but I'll just do it. Um, just right there on my phone calculator and, and on a notepad or in Microsoft word and start saying, okay, I think this customer could buy 
10 times they're at, I think they might spend this much money or, you know, Gus. Okay. Gus. I mean, he's not going to buy a thousand shirts at a time. He's small time, but I know I can get really nice shirts that I can probably sell to him for like 25 or 30 bucks. And then I can, and then maybe we can do some sort of a wholesale thing where he can sell them for 25 or 30 and I'll sell them to him for 17. Um, and, and I can probably get him to get, you know, um, you know, one, at least one shirt for every day of the week, probably more than that. So now I'm getting, you know, I can probably get him to buy, you know, a 10 shirts for him. And then each of his customers can probably buy three or four shirts. And if he's got 20 customers, you know, you just start doing this math yeah. and you add it up and you're like, okay, Gus could actually be worth like $500 a month Yeah. for every one of him I get. So if I get 10 Gus's, I'm making $5,000 a month. And that is a pretty darn good, successful ad. Yeah, it's definitely a different way to look at it. And um, Mark, I'm laughing here because I was trying to think of, we we did some podcasts on knowing your numbers and knowing the value of a customer, which is great. And the reason I couldn't remember them very well, see, we're like episode 17 and 18. Yeah, that's a long time ago. So that is, that's a long time ago, Um, but we're going to put the links um, in the show notes just so you know, because I think it's great. Yeah, I think it is too. And and those are ones to go back and listen to. And uh, hopefully they're just as good as these episodes are not better. Hopefully they're not better. Maybe, I don't know. (laughs) It's been a rough rough few years. So, all right. So now that we've got there, we've got this, you've answered these questions and you've got to a point where you say, okay. This is, I want to do this, right? I'm, I'm prepared to invest time and the money. Um, now you can move into creating your ad campaign. So I think we should use the examples that we mentioned above and, and actually come up with how we would create these campaigns. What are some of the steps to do? What you have to be prepared for? Go ahead. Okay. So I'll start it off then. Um, so uh, fitness coaches, personal trainers. All right. So let's answer the questions kind of, you know, what I'd like to sell um, workout shirts, these personal trainers, and also give them the opportunity to sell t-shirts to their clients for a profit um, that they can come up, um, coming up with some cool designs that they'll, they're like, that they'll like, maybe even help them um, design logo if they don't have something like that or something that's their own brand, help them build a brand. And I'm going to sell them shirts and sell them shirts that they can sell to their clients um, and not just t-shirts, right? But I'm going to start with the t-shirts. Where, right? Where am I going to, where am I going to do this? Um, Since my customer um, can be in my own town or they can be in the next state, um, I'll probably try to go an online route, right? Um, I, I believe that he would be an Instagram user based on kind of just doing some research on Instagram on people of his age Um, are on Instagram. There's a lot of workout Instagram accounts out there with a lot of followers. So there are a lot of people who are into fitness on Instagram looking at um, different fitness routines and and on all different stuff. So the audience is there. He's going to be there. Um, So I'm going to advertise on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, And why, why would he buy from us? Why would he buy from our, from my business? So he already buys workout shirts. He's already buying this stuff for sure, right? Um, because I've gone on Instagram doing some research and all these people are wearing some sort of fitness-based shirt, some sort of saying or, or a slogan or cool design. They already are buying this stuff, so I have an opportunity to get a piece of that pie. 
Um, he probably already has clients because I'm going to try to reach on Instagram people who are fitness trainers already. So they already have clients if they, um, so he can see this as an opportunity right away for him that he can now make a brand for himself and go to his clients. Hey, I'm coming up with a new brand. I'm selling these t-shirts for 25 bucks. Yeah. Buy some, you know? Um, and I know he wants to make more money, right? So I think he's going to find that appealing and he's a little bit self-absorbed because he's into fitness. <laughs> um, so he's going to like the idea of having his own personal brand. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll also say that he's not going to be very price conscious because this is his workwear. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, like mo most people in personal training, they're, they're buying Lululemon. They're buying um, Under Armour. Under Armour. Yeah. They'll buy $50 t-shirts. Yeah. That, so, so, I mean, they're yeah. spending real money on this stuff. So this is not bargain basement. So you can feel free to display this as a um, workhorse, but high end product that you're selling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And especially if you're doing something um, like a, a digital stuff like that we sell at Cold Essie, you know, if you're doing DTG or digital heat effects printing, you're going to yeah. be able to offer something that um, maybe somebody else has never offered them because they've only dealt with a screen printer or somebody doing vinyl who's done a single color logo for them and the shirt's been, you know, $15. And you can turn around, you can offer them something really unique that looks much different than they've ever had before. Yeah. yeah. And it's the, the brand money. on their tag, you know, yeah. the brand on the back of the shirt, the brand on the sleeve. Yeah. You, know I mean? you what, could say, yeah, I'll help you build a brand. I'll help you build a logo. I'm going to put um, every, every sleeve and every tag will have your brand on it, you know, would end your name and your information. And we're going to make the t-shirts look the coolest t-shirts in the gym. So when you're training and people see you and when yep. you're, people see your clients, they're going to see them wearing your shirts and they're going to want that shirt. And yeah. they're going to look at the logo on the side and go and Google that or go on Instagram. You know, we can put a, yeah. we can put, you know, at something on there, whatever it might be. So, um, this, so here, that's the, that's kind of the, the who, where, and why of the fitness coach. Right. Um, now we have to do it for local moms. Right. And it's, it's basically the same kind of thing. You already know where we're going uh, with this by now mm -hmm. is for local, <clears throat> for local moms, it's, you know, what, what are you going to offer? You know, and maybe it's um, everything customized for, for babies to toddlers and it's caps and socks and, and bibs and uh, hats and, booties and, and, you know, maybe it's even customized strollers or diaper bags. Mm -hmm. And yeah, then where it's going to be like Mark said, you know, I mean, this might be a local 100% uh, non-digital approach because you know, this mom, you know, goes to local markets every, you know, every Saturday when, when the town has their farmer's market, you know, she's, she's there, you know, and that may be the opportunity for her to pick up gifts for friends you know, maybe, um, maybe something for her own kid, you know, right next to the organic baby food, you know, maybe, maybe this is where you are going to sell her your wares. Mm -hmm. And then why, you know, on her is, is you already know this market is people, they love personalized things. They monogram everything. They want everything monogrammed, you know? Right. So 
Um, and you know, they like these farmers markets. So you know, they like to buy local already, right? Cause they could buy this stuff at Walmart, but they're not, they're going and buying it at a local farmer's market. Um, and, and then it's just, and then also it gives them an opportunity to do something that they like to support small local businesses. And they're going to get to do that by buying stuff from you and then introducing you around. Hey, everybody, you can get all this gear made here. So the why for them is, is really strong too. I think that's a, that's key because, you know, unlike Gus may not, you know, hook up all of the other personal trainers that he knows mm-hmm. with his source for this amazing apparel, you know, but Heather definitely is going to talk about you. You know, every time somebody makes a comment on the custom bib or the new diaper bag or, you know, the, the baby dress, what, whatever it is, every time somebody makes a comment about it, she's going to say where she got it. Yeah. Um, because they're connectors. They see family all the time. They see they're, you know, they're in baby groups. I know that whenever we do something custom for one of the grandkids that, you know, uh, basically the mom is a hero for introducing mm-hmm. something <laughs> new and cool and funny yeah. into the group, you know, rather than just shopping at Target all the time. Yeah, that's great. And I would like to give, I would like to interject a tip into this section. Because, um, and it's not just because Coldesi offers a graphics service, right? Really? But we do, coldesigraphics.com, right? But it's not because of this. It was an advertisement, but I want to say it's not because of this. Um, You've got, if you want to do stuff like this, and especially in these two examples, these, you want your stuff to look amazing, so if you are not a graphic artist or a great digitizer for embroidery, if you want that, say, um, stroller, because you probably are not going to sell the stroller. They're going to take fabric out of their stroller, and you're going to embroider on that with something yep. personal. People, people will ask that question, where would you get that done? How would you do More often when it looks amazing. amazing. And not good, not okay, amazing. So if you're not great at this stuff, if you're not great, if, the, if, if Gus says, yeah, I want like gorillas smashing bricks, you know, on t-shirts, and that's kind of like my thing. And I'm like into like gorillas and stuff. That's like my thing, you know? I don't know. That's what I'm picturing. He might have said that. It would be weirder if Heather <laughs> said that for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. But if you're, if you're not good at that, at creating that artwork or your, or your plan is to go to Google and steal an image illegally and try to cut it out. And then the jag, the edges are all jagged and it does. Cause a lot of, I see a lot of art done and there's a lot of jagged edges and I yeah. know you just stole it off Google. So if you don't do that and you, and you, and you charge him a little more and say, I have a $99 fee, we completely design your brand, including your logo and a t-shirt design. And then you go to a graphic service like coldessigraphics.com or do it yourself. Yeah. But it's got to be great. So that's kind of my commercial and tip on things looking great. You will be, you will 100% be more successful in doing this if your finished product looks amazing. Yeah, absolutely. In every case. In every case, you know, now, now, just being able to do amazing products does not mean you have a successful business, right? right? Like this is, it's, it's, they're back and forth. They, they feed off of each other. Right. Um, and I, I will say though, that the reverse is not true. If you are amazing at marketing your business, mm-hmm. 
and your and your graphics or your product are just average, then you'll be okay. Yeah. If you're terrible at marketing your business and your graphics and your product is amazing, you are probably not going to make any money. Yes. That's that's exactly that true. That's that's that's, true. that's 100% true. truth. I'd rather you be much better at marketing than much better at the graphics. Yeah. Um but if you want to make this a real home run and you want to have, and you want to be the person who doesn't say ads don't work, only yeah. word of mouth works, then you've got to do something that's, that's like really steps it up and, yeah. and you will, you will do better. But um, anyway, yeah, let's so go ahead and the, talk. The, the last little bit here and maybe we can compress this a little. Sure. Um, and just rely on, uh, you know, you can check the notes to see, the kind of step-by-step -step process that we recommend for going through building an ad. Um, but uh, once you've answered all these questions, and if you notice, this is the last part, we have not started building any advertising yet. You know, we've basically identified, um, identified our av avatar, we've described them, we've figured out what makes them tick, what they'll be interested in, um, how they wanna communicate with us, what their price point is gonna be like, you know, based on that, we've, we've figured out where we're going to meet them. Um, now it's time to sit down and actually um, write or print or develop the ad for that opportunity. Yeah. Well, let's, let's do it then. And then, and we'll go through this quickly. So this is an opportunity to go to the show notes at customapparelstartups.com and you go to the podcast area and then you click on this episode. Um, building a winning ad strategy for your business, then you, you'll see the notes in there. And this will give you the steps. And these steps are particularly important. So um, we could do whole episodes about this, but it's a bit boring. About each step, yeah. <laughs> yeah, to just, to, to just talk about um, the steps of creating an ad. But let's go, let's go into it. Yeah, start so with we, the, let's start with the fitness coach and personal okay. trainers. You know, we, we already um, decided that they definitely have a Facebook and Instagram, Instagram account, or at least definitely Instagram. Mm -hmm. Right. So what are, what are the next steps that you would take in order to start building the ad? Okay. So we're going to do Instagram ads, right? First step, you need to have a Facebook and an Instagram account, a personal one and a business one. Okay. You need to have those. And, and I say both of those because they're um, the same company and you're going to integrate these things together, whether you're paying for the money to advertise on Facebook or not. You're going to need to have both of these. So step one, don't make your business a personal page and then try to make a business page the same name as your business. It, that is not in the Facebook rules. So just, I'm just telling you, you're going to get your account deleted and you're not going to like that. And it might not happen to everybody, but it will happen to some people. So get a personal Facebook account, personal Instagram account, and then make business pages. Then you're going to go into Facebook and you're just going to, just actually just go to Google or Bing and just Bing create a Facebook business manager account. Right. And then it'll send you, it'll link you right to the page. You click on that and then Facebook will walk you through the steps of creating a business manager account. Okay. And yes, that's how you're going to advertise on Instagram. Right. Okay. Um, now it's the also, easiest way. yeah, it's the easiest way. It's going to be easier and it's going to allow you to expand if you decide to go into Facebook and it's going to give you a lot more data and information. So you're, you should just do this. Um, it, it's, I wouldn't say it's the easiest way. There's, this is more work, but it will make it easier in the long run. Okay, that's fair. Right. The easiest that's way fair. is to just click boost post 
and give them $20 it's not the same thing. and get not, nothing. Not the same. Um, all right. So now the uh, next step is you need to have a website. I'd recommend having a website. You can use Facebook and stuff, but if you have a website or a place for them to go, um, and then in, in addition to that, a specific page on this site that you're going to send them to in this ad. Right. So, so two things in the, um, if you are relying on word of mouth and you are promoting somebody to just call you or email you, then um, this isn't as important. If you are creating a Facebook or Instagram ad, then this is vitally important. You have to have a, a good website and a great landing page about the ad that you yeah. are presenting to people. Yeah. So, so you have, and, and, and they will, and then when we go into the local ad stuff that we mentioned, cause it was kind of on purpose mentioning, we could have done this the opposite or we could have done digital for both of these, but we're doing local so you can see the difference. Yep. So you want to have a website and then a specific page on that site to send them to just for the ad you're talking about, whatever you're advertising, that's what that page on your website is about. It's not your homepage. Okay. Right. Um, this page needs to have a specific call to action when they land there. So the ad says, do this, get this. Then they click on it and it goes to a page in your website and it says, buy this shirt or sign, sign up for a free one-on-one -on -one design session or would it, sign up for our email list, whatever it might be. Yep. All need to line, it needs to line up, right? Um, including any imagery you're using, so if you have skulls in your ad, you have skulls in the landing page. If you have cute yeah, babies in your ad, if, you have, you, right? If you personally are part of the ad in a video, then maybe you personally want to be part yes. of the ad. Yeah, exactly, exactly. If you're in there, then, then and your face is there, your image is there. So mm -hmm. um, next is you're going to want to have um, good pictures and videos of your shirts and specifically for Gus, you know, make people working out in your shirts, somebody flexing in your shirt, picture of that, maybe just somebody doing lifting um, a really heavy, uh, wait, you can go yeah. on and buy a stock video of a, of a giant dude, just giant person, you know, inhuman person, um, lifting something and then put your t-shirt, put your t-shirt on them, pay for somebody to, to superimpose your t-shirt on yeah, them, yeah, yeah. and that will get an attention of an ad, right? Cause this That's is the great. ad. So, um, anyway. Um, next is, um, now you're going to have headlines on your ads and, and, and Instagram, they're just the text that's underneath it. Mm -hmm. Um, and you don't get a ton of space here, but, um, you're going to want to write a few different versions of that. So you can test it, you know, yeah, just write and, a few different I, things that they're going to read. One of the few conversations that everyone in marketing at cold SE has at the same time is about subject lines and headlines. Yeah. Like we will obsess over the differences there because, that could be the image is incredibly important. The headline could make all the difference. So you definitely mm -hmm. don't want to just go with the first thing that pops into your head. Yeah. You no, you're going to want to think of it. Yeah. Write 10, yeah. then sleep on it and then look at them again and cross out a few, you know, and you'll, you'll, you'll get to one that you feel, but you should have a few so you can test them. Yep. Um, now next, now, now that you've got that all set up, then you make sure that your Facebook and your website are connected. All right. If you have like a, a Wix or a Shopify or a WordPress, all of these things will have a section that says SEO or marketing or something like that. You just go to your help section of your website or, pay, or whoever you pay to do it. And you say, make sure that this, this ad account on Facebook is, is connected to this website. Yep. Boom. Now they can communicate and you can track things that are going on and you can know when you're getting results from Facebook. Hey, by the way, Facebook has all kinds of great free training right on the site. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. There's, there's tons of that. And, and whatever website, if you do your own website within your company, um, then, uh, your website has probably has stuff that teaches you how to do this too. If you yeah. do anything reasonably good. Um, and if you pay somebody to do this, this is super easy for them to do. Right. Yep. You just tell them to do it and they'll be done with this easy. This isn't a hard stuff to do. Um, so next thing you do is you want to set up an email flow. I always recommend this for an online ad. They click an ad, they do something. Hopefully they give their email address to you and then you can send them an email afterwards. And this could be after they buy something from your website. Thanks for buying. Here's some other things you might like. Um, or just thanks for signing up. Let's set up our meeting or whatever it might be. You're going to want to email them too. So now you're, they're seeing you on Facebook. They're seeing you on yeah. their website. They're seeing you in their inbox. You're kind of, you're, you're around their world now in a few different right. places. Right, right. And you want that to be automatic. You don't want to have to get somebody's email yeah. address, send them an email manually. Yeah. And, and, right? and hopefully um, you have software that can do this built into your website. A lot of them do. Yep. Um, if not, you might want to look into another service, Constant Contact, MailChimp, HubSpot. There's a million of them. All right. So um, last step, um, set aside money to test and run ads and go for it. You know, do all your steps, create the ads now, run them and uh, see how they do. Look at how you were going to measure if it was a win or not and see if they're working. Run a few different versions, expect winners, expect losers, Yeah. you know, and then, uh, and then you just, you, then you just keep going and you keep doing it and keep changing it. If it's not working, um, find out what people say, Oh no, that was, that's too expensive. I'm not going to buy it. Okay. Let me try to add free shipping to it. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever I, it might be. I, I would just say that, um, you know, it's really important to understand that your ads are probably not going to work right away. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you have, if you set aside $500 or a thousand dollars or whatever it is for advertising, then you're probably going to spend half of that um, and not get any return. You, you know, just as an example, you may spend all of it and, and you're investing all of that in learning what your customer likes. And that's going to pay off in the long run. I'd also, if you're going to do this online, is I really would look at, you know, you've got all your, you've got your headlines, you've got your pictures, you've got your calls to action. Um, and particularly if you're on Facebook rather than Instagram, Facebook gives you the opportunity to load all of those options into one advertising campaign. Mm-hmm. So if you have five headlines, 10 pictures, a video, three different calls to action, you can load those all up in one place. Facebook will show your audience a combination of all of those and just naturally pick a winner. Mm -hmm. So that's the, that's the, um, that's actually probably the easiest way to be successful with it. Yeah. And, and it's this stuff, this stuff, I don't, um, I don't want to say this stuff is easy because it's not yeah. easy to do. It's a pain. It's a bit of a pain in the butt. It's a bit of a pain in the butt, but you just look, just, I'll tell you what else is a pain in pain in the butt. Um, learning how to make t-shirts or do embroidery or learning how to be an electrician or a plumber or a mechanic yeah. or going to school for 15 years to be a doctor. Um, yeah. Anything that's worth money is probably a little bit of a pain a in the butt, right? Uh, that work at both of these scenarios, being the mom, she loves it. Yeah. You're going to tell me she is not exhausted at the end of the day. It's a pain in the butt. Right. The workout guy, same thing, being a personal trainer. He's, he's in there six days a week. Yeah. You know, so, so all this stuff is a little bit hard to do, but it's worth it if you got to decide to do, if this is what you want to do. So maybe you don't decide that's what you want to do because you're doing local mom. So let's talk about a local ad 
and set yeah. up for that. And this could be our last few minutes here. Agreed. And I would say that, you know, it, you know, think about a, a marketing campaign versus an advertising campaign kind of interchangeably. What mm-hmm. we're going to talk about for local moms really is, is you decided if, if that's your market, then the best place for you to get in front of her is going to be at a local market. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be to set up a booth, you know, next to the lady selling organic baby food. There you, you go. Know, I mean, that, that's going to be the ideal spot. So what do you have to do if you go through this and, you know, maybe the, maybe the, you, when you talk about what images is she going to respond to, you know, that's how are you going to decorate your booth? Yeah. You know, what clothes are you going to show? What are you going to wear? So, you know, step one is going to be, if that's your strategy, to set up at that local market. Where are the local markets that that person is going to attend? Write somebody a check, get a 10 by 10 booth. Make sure you have a table and tent and all that. Yeah. And, and, and get, then like you said, decorating it, you have to have your best work there. You've got to have stuff. We're going to go back to that stuff that looks amazing. You know, it's got to be a, and I just think it should be a 10 out of a 10. Right. You know, if you can do that, because that's, what's going to get people's attention when you're at a booth to stop by. You know? I, I agree. And if you do more than one thing, like, um, you know, we've got some digital heat effects customers that literally do everything with their, with their printer. So, yeah. you know, if you, if you want to have a, if you want to have a mom um, mug with a matching sippy cup, you know, you want to have the bibs and the matching mom t-shirt, you're going to have funny shirts, you're going to have cute shirts, you're going to have, um, you know, uh, I, don't, I don't know, disgusting shirts, you know, maybe for, for, yeah. for gifts or something like that, you know, you're going to want to have those all displayed. So whatever catches that particular mom's attention is, is going to leave with them. Yes. Yeah. That's great. That's great. And yeah. And, and I like that stuff. Having just a little stuff to sell is cool too. Yep. You know? Um, so, uh, what else you should be, you need to be set up to take orders right there. Right. Because, the, because that mom is going, it's going to be an impulse buy. Yeah. You're not, you're not, you're not pitching Christmas clothing in July. Mm-hmm. You know, you want, you want her to walk away with a package. So you yes. have to be. Prepared. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, kind of have your selling shoes on upsell stuff, you know, oh yeah, the bibs are, 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 uh, you know, $7, but if you buy a five pack, you know, it's only this and yeah. a great add on is this. I also have these. We can get you a mom mug if you buy spend this much money. We can do monograms on all of them. You know, I uh, think oh, if you want to glitter, okay, yeah, we can do glitter. It's a three dollar upcharge and all this stuff. You know, I mean, you think about all these things. Um, so uh, you to be ready to take orders. Be ready to collect email addresses. Oh man, that is that is huge. I'm really happy you put that in because you know it could be the pitch could be. Um, someone is, the mom is walking away, not having bought something, you know, then maybe your last ditch effort because you already spent money to be there is going to be, Hey, you know what? I've got some new products coming out next week or next month. Why don't you give me your email address and I'll send you pictures. Yeah. I run specials sometimes. I always have cool little deals going on. Um, I like to share some of the cool stuff I have. I'd like to keep in touch because you know, if, if one next family member that you have is having a baby shower, maybe we can set up some custom yeah. stuff for the shower. I, you know, I bet, stuff. I bet Christmas is going to be big for you guys this year. I've got mm-hmm. tons of, of cute stuff planned. Like, get on my email list and I'll send it. Yeah. To you. Yeah. I can, I do custom Christmas ornaments. Wait till yeah. you see those. I don't even have those here today. 
yeah. get on my email list. You will see them. You're going to want one for the baby. You know, I like that. Um, so now that, so we've got that. And we also talked about that, um, that these people, like they gather, you know, yeah. they gather at maybe these markets and they have lunch together or drink coffee and they, um, they read Chardonnay, the just say Gazette. They, Chardonnay, they, Chardonnay you know, they, yep. they read the local Gazette and they talk about what's going on in the town, um, and in the city and, and, and things like that. So you can also do a little bit of maybe print advertising at, if, if that, say, if a paper or something is being given away at this event. Yeah. Right? So you can do advertising at the event. Maybe the event has a flyer or a brochure they make. Maybe there's the local community news has a booth there that they give out a little local paper um, or whatever it might be. There's a way to locally advertise. So you can advertise with them while you're there. Yeah. And right? I mean, or, or maybe, it's, maybe it's everyone goes to this one place for coffee. And you know that a mom's group meets there every Saturday morning for four hours. Mm -hmm. You know, um, uh, an ad on the placemat would be a great idea. Oh, you love that. <laughs> I know. I know. There's a bunch of, it's I, where I live here. Every local restaurant has ads on the placemats and the tables. It's funny. Um, I've never bought anything from it, but I've never needed anything at the time. And I think that's the whole thing with those ads. Yeah. I, I mean, more, more likely what I would do is, is I, I might uh, talk to that store owner and see how you might, might work a deal. You know, yeah. like maybe, the, maybe they'll let you, uh, I know a lot of coffee shops will hang up local artists work. Yeah. Maybe they'll let you do a little setup for um, a baby mom group day. Yeah. You know, or no, that's cool. Yeah, that's great. That's a lot of uh, good stuff. So you could do some print ads or, or an ad at a place or, yeah. um, or whatever it might be. But um, if you're going to do something that's like an ad or, or, or a setup where you'll have a flyer or a card that you can give out or, or something like that, um, you should have something of value. So they want to participate with this ad. So you could give something for free. You could uh, offer a coupon for something, money off an order, get free monogramming on, with the purchase of a tote bag. Yeah. Um, so you're you know, basically you're gonna you're gonna scroll back up to the first part of the notes, and you're gonna look at, you know, what why is your why is your customer avatar going to want this thing that you're selling? Mm -hmm. And then what's the call to action to get them to make a move? Yeah. You know, so it's hey because you're here on Saturday buy five custom bibs, um, give one to the person on your right. There you, you know go. I mean? Make sure to come see me at the booth down yeah. at the end um, and ask about this, you know, ask about getting this for free. Ask about, you know, getting a discount off this. Here's a $10 coupon, free monogram coupon, you know, things like that. And that works a lot. That type of stuff works a lot too. You know, you'll see yeah. that at events where you'll have some sort of an advertisement to go see someone. And if you mention the advertisement or bring it, then you get something. So it's a reason to get people to come to your booth because yeah. they might not be looking at everything. Agreed. Well, you know, um, Mark, I think this is one of those episodes that really um, applies to more than just custom apparel. You know, yeah. it, it really, you know, if you, if you know someone that's in the, and I'm saying this for a reason, you know, somebody that's a small business person and needs a little help in marketing. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of sources you can go to that match the, the custom apparel startups podcast in the variety of things that we'll talk about mm -hmm. to help business grow. And I think this kind of ad strategy based on your ideal customer is one of them. And for you, when you are doing these ads, when you're creating your campaigns, um, don't forget to have a plan for referrals. 
Oh yeah. It's the final step, whole, right? Our whole podcast is basically a plan for referrals because you can't buy anything on the podcast. You can get our, how to get into a custom t-shirt business course or, or GIMP course. But really the point is for you to, to consume this, to listen to this and then be inspired and go to coldessie.com or colemanandcompany.com and buy something, you know? So share this podcast, just like you would hope someone that sees one of your ads shares it um, in the hopes that, that all of our businesses will grow. Yeah, that's great. And, and uh, yeah, absolutely. Finish all of this off, no matter what you're doing, that when you do get customers, all of our customers will agree that referrals are the best. Referrals are free. Referrals are easy. Word of mouth. Referrals referral. are the best. Word of mouth is the best. Um, and everyone agrees that word of mouth is a great way to do it. So if you're, if you've got a word of mouth and referral plan built in, then, and you're doing some marketing, then every one of those people that you get, you know, from your paid marketing to buy from you can blossom into one or two or 10 or a hundred more customers. Yeah. Um, so it, it's a key, it's a key to finishing this all off. I love that. Um, I think that is it for uh, episode 136. Yeah, we've reached our time. I appreciate everybody listening and, uh, and you gotta, you gotta go and, I think the homework I would say on this, the action item you can do is just go and write some of this stuff down for your customers. Yeah. Pick your niche, write down your niche, write down your avatar, write down an ad camp. Even if you're not going to do one right away, start the process and yeah. see how you feel about it. Because you might start writing this down and really get inspired and say, well, I, you know what? I just found something. You know? yeah. And then you go and do it. And it could be the next, um, the next big thing that helps your business grow. I love that. All right, everybody. This has been Mark Stevenson. And Mark Vila. Thank you. You guys have a great business.